Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours. We're a music podcast that chats to artists, musicians and creatives on their songwriting craft and upcoming projects. I'm your host, Simon Fink, and welcome to episode 272. Our guest today on the podcast is the incredible R&B and dance singer and songwriter, Tandy Phoenix. Earlier this month, she released a brand new EP titled Rebirth. This is an incredible EP which blends soul, dance, R&B and electronic music together beautifully. Links to where you can buy and stream the Rebirth EP can be found within today's show notes, and that's also where you'll find all of our details as well. If you're not already following this podcast, what are you doing? Go ahead and give us a follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your pods from, and follow us across all of our social media. Our guest today is Tandi Phoenix. The South African-born but Australian-raised singer and songwriter has been putting out her own unique take on music since 2015. Beautifully blending elements of R&B, soul, dance and electronic music, Tandy has found success within the Aussie music scene and has worked with artists like Tasman Keith and Just a Gent and she's also toured with artists like Janae Aiko and Rudimental. Earlier this month, she returned with a brand new collection of songs in the form of the Rebirth EP. It's Tandy's first release as an independent artist, and it could not be a stronger batch of songs to kick off this brand new era for her. In today's episode, we're talking about her introduction to songwriting and how she got her start. We discuss a mutual love of hot sauces and the brilliant YouTube series Hot Ones, We also chat about her upcoming live shows, which are taking place around the country next month. Rebirth is out now, and as mentioned before, you can find all the details for where to purchase or stream the EP in the episode show notes. We also want to say a massive thank you to Nat from the PR Files for her help with today's episode. Here is our conversation with Tandy Phoenix. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, Tandy Phoenix. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you today? I'm doing good, babes. I'm feeling a little, just a little spacey, just got a fight, but um, nothing coffee can't fix. <laughs> look, I very much appreciate that. I did see that you, I, it looked like you were somewhere sunny previously to coming mm, back home. Tropical, mm. tropical feels. Had to run away from Sydney's cold weather, but the sun is out today, so... Can't complain. If we see the sun, I feel good. <laughs> You've brought back the uh, the good weather with you. So, look, any kind of um, repri- what is it? Reprieve or any kind of yeah. relief from some of the winter cold? I think is mm-hmm. appreciated. The um, blues, it's real. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Um, It's an incredibly exciting time at the moment for yourself. There's a brand new EP which came out um, only a week ago or so. It is called Rebirth. Firstly, congratulations on the EP. Thank you. (laughs) How are you feeling um, about these songs being out there now? Oh, you know, I think whenever you're working on something for a while and the, the moment that you can release it, it's a massive relief. It just feels so good to be able to share the music with people and for them to hear and experience, yeah, what I've been going through. And, yeah, it's a celebration as well, you know, because I've been – it's a new journey for me. This this EP is my first independently released EP and self-managed. So for this EP, I'm like, whew, we did it. First one in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> It is incredibly exciting because of those aspects as well. As you said, it's um, it's independently released, and you're kind of, I feel like you're you're running the show now, if if you will. That there's a lot more of you and everything else going into this release. I guess this is the second EP from yourself. Has it differed? Has it been as enjoyable as previously when you weren't independent? Yeah, I mean, I think. It, it, it absolutely is a it's a different feeling because you know having to have the the know-how into the ins and outs of the business the working sides of it financially supporting it um and also just yeah completely backing yourself on it it is it feels a lot greater um and it's really beautiful like I'm I'm so grateful for all the beautiful people that I've that I've worked with on this EP and these new experiences that I've been going through so yeah it feels it feels a little bit more hefty for me for some reason yeah (laughs) I imagine though that there's and please correct me if I'm wrong I imagine that there is a greater sense of well a greater sense of pride but also a greater investment in in how the EP is going and how it's received and everything along with it if you are kind of pushing it more so yourself not just having the the label or whatever behind the EP Mm -hmm. oh 100% 100% (laughs) Are you someone who's nervous around release week or when you're releasing new music or is it just like, a no, it's done, it's out there, it is what it is? Um, I think beforehand, like for me, nothing is real until it's happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it's sort of like, oh, what? It's coming, I think it is. And then I actually got, I, I got emotional before it came out because I was like, oh, my gosh, like, you know, the last couple of years so much has happened personally and professionally and, like, going back to when this was just an idea and like the thought of going independent, you know, figuring out, navigating this as, as a, in a different path. And even just how do you get it out? Like, how do I put the music out <laughs> by myself? Like, you know what I mean? Like, so from here, yeah, conceptualizing the music to the back end of it and me rewinding and putting myself in that place where nothing had happened yet, but just thinking about it and then fast forward. And I'm like, it's about to come out, bitch. It's coming. Like what? <laughs> I was like, Oh, I think, yeah. So I had an emotional release. TF Happy Tears were, came out, um, but yeah, it's it's all all good feelings and and a beautiful time to be in. So yeah, that's incredible. I love to hear that. Um, mm-hmm. As you mentioned, it is the first EP independently, but it's the first I'd say body of work um, since the 2019 self-titled EP you have been keeping busy since as you said there's been lots of singles coming out lots of features um for these songs that are sitting on the EP how long have some of these been sitting with you and I guess kind of growing or um being created in in that time frame it's probably like the past 18 months to two years but some of them were written like 
the beginning. Hot Sauce was written at the beginning of last year, I think it was. Yeah. What year are we in? Was it this year? No, it was the beginning of last year. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they've been, they've been, it's been a journey. It's been a journey, doll. <laughs> um, mm. I did have, um, oh, what was it? I was I was reading a few different articles in, in preparation for today and I think that there was one that advised somewhere across, I guess, the pandemic and, and everything that was going on and especially with musicians and artists and songwriters that um, there was a period of time where you felt maybe not as in love with songwriting or, or maybe not as connected with the art of, of writing and just due to what a lot of artists were experiencing at that time, you know, like uncertainty in in the career, uh, everything else. I'm curious because, again, we're talking about this brilliant brand new EP. Um, How did you overcome that at the the beginning? Yeah, well, I think a lot of that stemmed into me wanting to, you know, take that that leap and go independent as well because I felt like for a while that I was, you know, writing these songs and you pitch them to labels and, you know, maybe they're not feeling them as much. But that just over time started to really get into my head, get into my psyche, like, oh, my gosh, am I not a good enough songwriter? Oh, my gosh, is like what I'm doing not good enough, not good enough, not good enough. And it just took away that excitement and joy that I used to have when writing a song and like you finish the song you love it and you're like I want to get this out and I think that's what's so important I mean there's these structures and there's lots of cooks in the kitchen that you know have a say at the end of it but I think when an artist is passionate and excited about the music that's first and foremost what should be the driving force and why it should be coming out um so really this EP was when I started to fall back in love with songwriting because I said, screw it, I'm not having any parameters on any of this. I'm writing stuff that I'm loving and I'm just going to see where this takes me. So I think it was so exciting for me to, yeah, fall back in love with that process and then have the songs at the end of it and be like, you know what, I love this and it's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> no one gets at me now. It's coming out because I love it and I'm feeling it. So. Yeah, I think it was just being able to have that freedom again and, like, not be caught up in your head about, like, it needs to be like this. Be free, flow. And that's, like, always what I want to be able to do with my music. Like, it's it's never, sonically, I'm, I've never wanted to be in a little box. I've got so many different inspirations and, and artists and influences and genres that inspire me and I want my music to be able to ebb and flow with that. So I think, yeah, this EP, I was just like... Let's see where we go. <laughs> well, from what we've heard so far from this EP, from the previous EP, it does seem like I wouldn't say that there's anything that kind of lands in in the same category or genre or it does, as you said, it's almost genre agnostic for the moment, if you will. Um, I would love to know where the original desire for songwriting came from, I guess, your introduction to songwriting and when you started. Um, I think, so I went to a performing arts school played the clarinet growing up, <laughs> um, picked up the guitar when I was in about year seven and it was just a dear diary moment. It was like some people, yeah, write their thoughts down in their diary. I would do that and I picked up a guitar and started putting melodies to it and it was just a way for me to really just release anything that I was going through. She has so many emotions when you're a teenager. You know what I mean? <laughs> channel them, yeah. channel them somewhere. Um, so, yeah, I just started, you know, I loved like Amy Winehouse at the time was such a massive inspiration and 
just, yeah, getting out all of my feelings and emotions onto pad and pen and then on my, onto my guitar. Yeah. That's when it started. (laughs) Were either of, um, did you come from like a musical family or a musical household? Both my parents absolutely like obsessed with music. Like mum had hundreds of CDs, dad had hundreds of records, um, dad was in radio and, so, yeah, I mean, music was definitely celebrated in my household and, yeah, both my parents had, like, oh, I wouldn't say obsession, but, like, <laughs> obsessed with music, as I am. Like, all the time there'd be music music playing and it's something that, yeah, was just, just part of my upbringing and something that was enjoyed, celebrated and loved. That's awesome. I think a number of the um, the artists that we've spoken to on this podcast, quite a few have come from whether the parents were musically talented or inclined was one thing, but it seemed that um, a through line seems to be a lot of them have parents who just absolutely rinsing music all hours of the day, which I love. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, this EP, as I mentioned, is brilliant. It doesn't seem to, as you mentioned, kind of just sit in one box of genre. Um, I did want to talk about one of the singles. It was my favourite track because I think that every time I kind of put the EP on and uh, listen through. I kept coming back around to Hot Sauce. It is just such a feel-good track. Anyone who's listening to this EP, uh, sorry, to this podcast, please go and listen to the EP after this um, and and play all the songs, but play Hot Sauce as well. Uh, am I right in saying that this stemmed from a session in the studio where I think you came across the beat and then just kind of freestyled over that to find what the song was? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of the time I feel like my the way that I write has definitely evolved over the time, but nowadays for me, it all has to be like, yeah, melodically based and just I'll get on if, if it's into my notes or if it's on the mic and just see what comes out. Um, I usually yeah get a melody down first and then see where it flows. But I was in the session um, with Arona Main, who I've worked with, you know, been a collaborator with for, for years and years. And yeah, he had this beat We'd been writing a song in the morning and we came back. We had some, like, chicken and a hot sauce, as I always do. <laughs> Fried chicken and hot sauce. Um, and we came back in the studio and he played me the song. And, like, you know, when you sometimes, it's like when you hear a beat, it's like fire. It was just fire straight away. I was like, I've got to do something on this. Um, and, yeah, I got on the mic and I was just being silly. It just gave me this, like, carefree, confident, like, sassy feel and energy so because I'm hot eat it up like I don't know it was just, <laughs> and we just had hot sauce I don't know it just came out um and it's a really cool beat that he made it's got a sample from um Bob James who is an awesome um composer and jazz composer and soul and funk and so yeah it's a it's a very fun summer summer song it is a brilliant summer track as he said uh, and I, look, I have to ask very quickly as an aside, as a fan of Hot Sauces, do you have a favourite at the moment and also do you watch Hot Ones at all? Yes, I would love to go on Hot Ones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I want to see how far I could take this. I saw some I saw some um, ghost pepper chips the other day and I stupidly didn't get them. Um, <laughs> I feel like I've... I'm always, there's, there's this um, one El Yucatan, I'm pretty sure it's called, or there's this, there's many, I have many different hot sauces that I use for different types of food because you can't, 
it's not one horse horse fits all, you know what I mean? If it's more of an Asian base, you go for a different, if it's more of a, you know, Mexican, you go for another. Um, so yeah, I'm always rotating. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's very fair, yeah. very fair. There's, yeah. um, I'm not sure if you've played it, there's a Hot Ones board game where <gasps> it comes with a sauce and you kind of play it as a challenge. It's pr- Somehow I'll, I'll speak to the powers that put us together and somehow get a copy to you. Oh, my gosh, this must happen. <laughs> I want to do it, but all my friends, like my friends say my mouth is broken because like everything I eat has to, I'm always asking for some chilli or some sauce that's going <laughs> to take it up. So I don't know who would want to verse me in a game of that. <laughs> I think everyone, I, I don't, no disrespect to your friends, I think they're being weak. I think they know oh, the competition. That's it. That's yeah. it. <laughs> I always like it's like I'm a, a pusher of hot like chili because you know my friends if they don't like chili I'm just like come on just try a little bit here just come on and I I'm slowly building up their tolerance for for spice but mm-hmm. um you know hopefully one day we'll get to a competing level <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to hearing how that goes and how that plays out <laughs> um I know on top of this EP this year as well you also um took part in Aretha the uh the I don't want to say tribute show. It was more like a night of homage to Aretha Franklin yeah. at the Sydney Opera House. That um, who featured featured Montaigne, featured artists like Montaigne, Emma Donovan, um, yeah, yeah, a handful of incredible um, female identifying artists. First, I have to ask how, I guess, how that opportunity came about, but then how the nights were themselves. Yeah, those shows we've. I think, yeah, again, concept of time, I'm like, wasn't that just like the other week? <laughs> but it was, there were mammoth shows and so incredible. Um, yeah, that just came about through, I don't know, you know, somebody hit my, my booking agent up. <laughs> and when, when I saw, yeah, the, the incredible lineup of the other artists and, and of course, Aretha Franklin, I was like, this is an absolute honour and be such a privilege to be able to be part of these shows. Um it was a really, really beautiful union that we had um, between all of us. Um, some of the artists, yeah, I'd, I'd met before and, and done shows with, um, but as a collective, when we all got together, there was just this this really beautiful synergy. And yeah, it was a mammoth show. It was thirty two songs, um, total of two hours. And we had an incredible band join us and all of us were on stage the whole time. Jada was doing the narration. So it was really wonderful because, you know, for the diehard Aretha fans, you know, we went into deeper cuts from her discography and then for, you know, some other people who might just know the hits, you know, they got what they wanted. But her music was just... Oh, I was in, I was in awe, you know, sometimes sitting there, we'd all do, we'd have our own songs and then we'd also do, you know, duets or share the songs together but sometimes I was just sat there blissing out because just the voices and the power of yeah her her sound and her songs it was just yeah really special to be part of I love that I think that would have been um absolutely incredible I did hear obviously no one's playing favorites there's a number of different artists up there I did hear that someone in particular did get you know the the big song respect I think ah, someone, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I imagine that that um while it's 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 landing the big fish, but there's also a lot of responsibility that comes with that song as well. Yeah, just gotta just gotta enjoy it. I feel like that's for me. That's like obviously one that 
I was so familiar with. It's like, yeah, I think everybody knows that song. So I was like, absolutely, I'll do it. Come on. And also the message of it. I loved it so much. So no, I had fun with that one. It was really great. That's awesome. I love that. Mm. Um, on top of that, th- those live shows, you are taking this EP on the road. You yeah. are coming to visit us in Adelaide. Um, and then you've got shows in Sydney and Melbourne as well next month. How are you feeling about getting uh, back out onto the road? Oh, I live for live shows. So this is this is where I got to be, honey. Um, <laughs> so, so, so excited to, yeah, be playing these songs for the first time and seeing how they, you know, translate in the live setting and just being able to, yeah, celebrate the new EP and, and get back out there onto the road. I love, I love doing live shows and I love being able to play with my band and connecting with the audience face-to-face. So I can't wait, honey. I can't wait. <laughs> It's look, it's probably an unfair question to ask. Is there a track from the new EP that you're most excited to kind of debut live or play live? That's an interesting one, actually, because you know, we can't pick favorites with our children, but also, Mm -hmm. like, I suppose it's different to what I my I have a I have a I do have don't tell the rest of them, I do have a favorite song from the EP. Um, but then also performing like, oh my God, that's a good one. I feel like energy wise, cause I'm like high energy, um, mm-hmm. for a show, hot sauce is like, you know, yeah. but also, yeah, I'm excited to do Bonatti. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah. choice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think from what I could see of, um, all the kind of uh, social media reaction and, and, you know, comments on different posts. I think there's a lot of excitement around these live shows as well. So I think that um, regardless, there's going to be a lot of high energy. There's going to be a lot of people dancing, singing along at these shows. So it should be very fun for anyone who is going along. Um, Yes. Do you have a favourite aspect of touring and and playing live shows? It's just the connection, connection with the audience face-to-face, the eyes, the energy, being able to see people and, feel that just to feel the music in that live space and and seeing the joy that you know music brings that's that's my favorite thing hands down 100 i love that um tandy we would usually uh, ask our guests what they're currently listening to is there something at the moment that is on high rotation for yourself yes i've got two songs which i swear i'm like y'all i'll be clocking up your numbers guys because i keep listening there's um <laughs> This one artist called June Freedom, it's a Cape Verdean um, American artist, and this one song he has called YSL, which I really love. Mm-hmm. And there's another song um, called Techers by Alo, who's um, a Nigerian artist who I am rinsing at the moment. So check him out. They're going to put you in a oh, nice <laughs> feel. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, I will definitely have to check them out. Um, Tandy Phoenix, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast and having a chat with us. Congrats on the Rebirth EP um, and we look forward to seeing you on tour. Thank you. I will see you there.
Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.